Welcome to online worship this morning from Holy Trinity Lutheran Church. For the first time since March 15th, several staff members are with you live this morning. This is the feast of the Holy Trinity, a day of great joy for us. A reminder to you to keep to remain muted throughout the service other than the few times we'll invite you to greet one another. The final announcement is that our guest preacher today is Bishop Elizabeth Eaton, who's provided a sermon for uh, all the congregations of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. And so that this is an embodied experience, a live experience on Zoom, we would like you to turn on your camera now to scroll through and greet one another and have several of you actually unmute yourself and say good morning and then mute yourself right after that. Good morning. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. God of heaven and earth, before the foundation of the universe and the beginning of time, you are the triune God, author of creation, eternal word of salvation, life-giving spirit of wisdom. Gather us to all truth by your spirit that we may proclaim all that Christ has revealed and rejoice in the glory he shares with us. Glory and praise to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Reading from Genesis. With photographs, including many taken and submitted by Holy Trinity members a number of years ago. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day in the darkness. God called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, let there be a dome in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. So God made the dome and separated the waters that were under the dome from the waters that were above the dome. And it was so. God called the dome sky and there was evening and there was morning the second day. And God said, let the waters under the sky be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And God said, let the earth put forth vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with seed in it. And it was so, and God saw that it was good, and there was evening and there was morning the third day.
And God said, let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be lights in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. And God said, let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the dome of the sky. So God created every living creature that moves and God saw that it was good. God blessed them saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. Then God said, let us make humankind in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over all the wild animals of the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in the divine image. In the image of God, humankind was created. Male and female, God created them. And it was so. God saw everything that had been made, and indeed, it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished in all their multitude. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that had been done. And God rested on the seventh day from all the work that had been done. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. and children you have set up a fortress against your enemies to silence the foe and avenger when i consider your heavens the work of your fingers the moon and the 
stars you have set in their courses. What are mere mortals that you should be mindful of them? Human beings that you should care for them? You have made them little less than divine. With glory and honor you crown them. You have made them rule over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet. All flocks and cattle, even the wild beasts of the field. The birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and whatever passes along the paths of the sea. Oh Lord, oh Lord, how majestic is your name in a reading from second corinthians paul writes finally brothers sisters and siblings farewell put things in order listen to my appeal agree with one another live in peace and the god of love and peace will be with you Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints greet you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with all of you. Word of God, word of life. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God.
The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, a lot has changed since last Trinity Sunday. Not just the COVID-19 pandemic under which we live, but also the killing of George Floyd, an unarmed, handcuffed black man by a white police officer in Minneapolis. Just a few weeks ago, we learned, many of us, of the, the shooting of Ahmaud Aubrey. But since that time, Breonna Taylor, Dejan Sean Reed, Tony McDade, have also been killed. And how many others whose names are known only to their families and to God? Today is Trinity Sunday. It's a hard, it's a hard holiday for us to wrap our minds around. It's a difficult, a difficult concept. But we learn about the Trinity, particularly in today's first lesson from Genesis. In this beautiful song of creation, we hear in the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep. And a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. And God said, and creation began. Martin Luther put it this way. So also the Christian church agrees that in this description, there is indicated the mystery of the Holy Trinity. Father created through the Son, whom Moses called Word, and over this creative work brooded the Holy Spirit. Later, God says, let us make humankind in our image. This is the glorious relationship with God that spills out into all creation. God is not a lone ranger, and all of God shows up. All of God shows up, delighting in creation, caring for creation, weeping for creation, redeeming creation. I confess that I do not fully understand or even have language to describe the mystery of the Trinity. Probably won't until I finish my baptismal vocation and stand in the presence of God. I can't explain how, but I can testify to the great Lutheran question, what does this mean? God is relationship within God and flowing from God. Creation is, not, is God's decision not to look after God's self, but focuses God's energies on creation. This Trinity, this God, this relationship is outward and overflowing. God is the one who does not grasp. As we hear in Philippians, let this same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as a thing to be grasped. Likewise, 
the Spirit is poured out on us all. Again, what does this mean? God is relationship within God, with the creation, with humankind, and among humankind. And since we are baptized into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, baptized into the Trinity, we are also part of this powerful, dynamic, living, giving, loving relationship with God, in God, with creation, with each other. We are inextricably woven together. No one is alone. No one is beyond the fierce, tender love of God. And God is not far off. God is present in creation, in each of us and in all of us. God is flesh and blood made visible in Jesus of Nazareth and in every human being. God is spirit, closer than our own breath. And this is how God as Trinity shows up today. God is creator. God created diversity, beautiful, vital, alive. We must reject calls for colorblindness. That diminishes and washes out God's gift of diversity. We in the white majority can begin to see our siblings of color more clearly. We should be color amazed, recognizing the strength that comes with all our many colors. And God as creator made all of us in God's image. Let us make them in our image. That means all of us are a part of this relational triune God who did create all of humankind, each and every one and all of us together in God's image, all. And God is the word made flesh, our flesh, your flesh, my flesh, George Floyd's flesh. Jesus in his passion still suffers with those who suffer. The crucifixion of an unarmed handcuffed man lying face down on the street is the crucifixion and the passion of our Lord. The crucifixion of so many, too many, black and brown people who live constantly with the violence of racism is the passion of our Lord. And God is spirit. The wind, the breath that moved over the face of the deep at creation, the breath of God that was breathed into the first earth creature, Adam. The breath of Jesus as he gave them the gift of the spirit. The breath crushed out of George Floyd. The breath of life God had given to him. And now church, we as the baptized, those of us baptized into the Trinity, show up. We work for an end to violence. The violence of racism that kills bodies and maims souls. And we work for the end of violence brought about by lawlessness and also frustration, masquerading in some cases as protest. In the fierce love of the Trinity, we do not deny anger. 
in the face of the reality and equity and equity of racial injustice, anger is appropriate, is appropriate. But we use our anger to bring about change. We put out fires set to stores, workplaces, churches, and property. But we ask that the, the spirit kindle in us the fire of justice. We work for calm and quiet throughout our country, but we remain disquieted as we search deep within ourselves. We work for peace, but not the passive peace that allows the mechanisms of racism and white supremacy to stay in place. No, the peace God alone can give that gives us the strength and courage to act. The Trinity is a relationship within God, with creation, with us, and among us. Until the white majority feels in our soul that the pain and suffering of black and brown people is our own pain and suffering, it will not be safe to be black or brown in America. And until we feel in our own soul that this is our pain and our story, we are not open to the relationship that God wants to shower, share, lavish upon us as a relational God, a loving God, as a God of the Trinity, as a God who has brought us into that relationship and commands us to share that relationship and live that relationship with creation and with each other. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians ends, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. It's actually a promise and I think marching orders for us. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is with us. The love of God is with us. The communion of the Holy Spirit is with us. And together, in the communion and community of the Holy Trinity, we can make that a reality. Amen.
with the whole church, let us confess our faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. The sin of racism hurts communities of color, fractures human relationships, and denies God's good creation. Lament is a way for us to recognize the harm caused by racism. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. God's grace in Christ frees us for the difficult work of recognizing and lamenting racism. We are all parts of one body in Christ called to act with equity, fairness, and justice. God's saving love creates grace-filled spaces within us and within our relationships. God's saving love calls and leads us toward rooting out the racism that continues to infect the body. Within the whole human family, people of color have experienced both interpersonal aggression and structural oppression instead of abundant life. We recognize and lament the harm racism has caused during this time of pandemic and following the death of George Floyd and countless others before him. We name before you people of color killed by police during the month of May. William DeBoz, Sean Lee Fur, Brent Martin, Saeed Joquin, Demontre Bruner, Quavon Webb, Jayshan Hodge, Drejan Reed, Mikhail Rose, Adrian Medeiros, Finian Burr, Yasin Mohammed, David Atkinson, Richard Scales, Robert Johnson, Randy Lewis, 
Toby Wiggins, Willie Lee Corliss, Maurice Gordon, Christopher Clark, Dion Johnson, Tony McDade, Modesto Reyes, Momundo Lamin, Jarvis Sullivan, and Derek Thompson. We cry out to you. Hear our lament, O God. We have assigned the notion of race created in God's own divine image. We have judged God's beautiful diversity by our flawed and artificial standards. We cry out to you. Hear our lament, O God. We have used language and images in ways that equate black and dark with dirt and sin that fail to welcome the treasures of dark in God's good creation. We cry out to you. Hear our lament, O God. We have accepted practices in our churches and in our society that privilege whiteness over diversity and equity. We have been complicit in how racism continues to exclude and harm people of color. We cry out to you. Hear our lament, O God. When one body, when one part of the body of Christ hurts, the whole body hurts. As we listen to people who are harmed by racism, we call to you. Open our hearts, O God. As we reflect on our daily interactions with people and community, communities of color, we call to you. Open our hearts, O God. As we reconsider what we have been taught about race and racism, we call to you. Open our hearts, O God. As we contemplate what we have done and what we have left undone, we call to you. Open our hearts, O God. As we labor to create a loving and safe community for our siblings of color, we call to you. Open our hearts, O God. Holy and merciful God, as your people, we recommit ourselves to loving one another as you have loved us. Prepare us for this time of listening and discovery. We pray in the name of the one who has made us one, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. It has been indeed a horrible week for our country. You may have feelings of grief or anger, helplessness or defiance. We are watching protests around the country. Meanwhile, our own anti-racism meeting on Tuesday was Zoom-bombed with hate-filled racial slurs. In addition to Holy Trinity's welcome to all people, regardless of race, 
ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender identity, and religious background. We stand against all forms of hate and oppression. One sign of hope these days is the level of engagement around the country the past two weeks. Many are saying they have never seen anything like this in their lives. And indeed, Holy Trinity is emboldened as well. May our prayers and our work for racial justice lead not only to healing and reconciliation, but to new structures of equity, especially for communities of color. And with that in mind, if you missed it, the Holy Trinity e-news from this past Friday has many wonderful resources, anti-racism resources, both books and videos. So make sure to take a look at that. As Bishop Eaton reminded us, that the, the God of the Trinity, the triune God, is a God of community and mutuality, a God of relationship. Jesus becoming flesh is another reminder that all people are created in the image of God. George Floyd, most re recently, but also all those who have been killed, and indeed the protesters and the police officers, and people of both political parties. Perhaps that is the greatest challenge for us these days, to love those who feel like enemies to us. And that is why we need each other. That is why we need this congregation, this community. That is why we gather to confess our sin and receive God's grace and forgiveness. On a normal Sunday morning, this would be the time of the offering. And we thank you for your continued support of Holy Trinity. Our church is not closed, even though there are only three of us here this morning. But we continue online, and you continue as the body of Christ, witnessing to your faith in your daily lives and in the world. On Sunday mornings, we have a basket for loose offerings. And these offerings go to support many of our local benevolences very dear to our hearts. One of them, the Lighthouse Foundation. Uh, you may remember Pastor Jamie Frazier, who, who preached at the beginning of May. And we are so glad for our partnership with them. So please note here that you are welcome to give to this special loose offering fund on our giving website at giving.htchicago.org or on Venmo. And again, we thank you for your support. Following our worship today, we'll have our online social time, and then at 1045, our Small Bites Forum, a half hour since we've been online a long time, and today's topic will be imagining Holy Trinity's future, especially related to our capital campaign, returning to our building and our partnership with the other ELCA congregations in our community. Our forum on Wednesday at 10 to 11 will be on vocation, especially now. And we are so grateful to now continue and welcome newcomers among us. And I invite them to unmute themselves right now. Friends, we give thanks for the gift of baptism. And for these people, one with us in the body of Christ, who we welcome as newcomers into the life and ministry of this congregation. Of the 10 people that we are welcoming this morning, four of them have never been in our building to worship, but have only been joining us online. 
Several of them are becoming associate members, and you should know that if you are around the country or affiliated with another denomination or congregation, you can be part of Holy Trinity also by uh, being an associate member of the congregation. At this point, I'm going to call on each of, if we were all here together, that the newcomers would be up front and you'd see them all. But the way to get them on the screen now is I'm going to call on them one and one, and they're going to briefly introduce themselves. First, Eric Zollinger. Good morning. Uh, I'm Eric Zollinger. Uh, I live in the West Loop. I've been here six months. And uh, I hail from New York City, where I was a member of St. Luke's Lutheran Church. And I'm happy to call Holy Trinity home. Don Camp. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Don, and I've lived in Chicago about 35 years. I've been attending Holy Trinity for a year, and I live up in the Andersonville neighborhood of Chicago. Thank you all for your welcome. Christopher Drummond. Hello, I'm Christopher. I grew up in the South and lived and worked as a church musician and corporate marketing professional in the Northeast. Uh, my husband, Russell, and I have moved to Chicago a few years ago so that I could finish seminary. Uh, and we now live in West Rogers Park. Uh, I'm so glad to have found a church home here at Holy Trinity and to be with all of you here today. Jamie Haugen Johnson and Chris Johnson. Hi, I'm um, Jamie Johnson, and uh, I grew up in Northeast Iowa, um, moved to Chicago in 2012, and we live in the Uptown neighborhood. I'm Chris Johnson. I originally grew up in Houston, Texas, and met my wife, Jamie, in Iowa City, Iowa, and I'm a real estate broker in the city. Tony Michaud. Hi, good morning. I'm Tony Michaud. Uh, I moved here from Cleveland a few years ago for work. I work in finance and live in the North Center neighborhood of Chicago, and I'm excited to be welcomed as a newcomer at Holy Trinity this morning. Clyde, Andrew Walter, and Kyle Severson. Hi, I'm Clyde. I'm Kyle, and uh, we are glad to be rejoining Holy Trinity, where we were uh, connected from about 2008 to 2015, and after a little bit of time away, uh, while Kyle was serving a, a congregation in uh, Glenview, uh, where we still live, um, we're glad to rejoin Holy Trinity. I spend my days uh, in nonprofit fundraising, and I serve as an associate to Bishop Curry in the Methodist Synod office. Good to be with you all again. In baptism, we are welcomed into the body of Christ and sent to share in the mission of God. We are called to live among God's faithful people, to hear the word of God and share in the Lord's Supper, to proclaim the good news of God in Christ through word and deed, to serve all people, following the example of Jesus, and to strive for justice and peace in all the earth. Sister, do, we, do we miss someone? Do you intend to continue in the covenant of your baptism among God's people in this place? And again, now I will call on each of the new members and, and let you answer one at a time. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. I think we missed someone. Do we miss Mark and Kath, Mark and the Schaefers, Mark and Kim? Thank you so yes. much. And we're so <laughs> also glad that making mistakes in the liturgy keeps us all humble. And I'm glad <laughs> you can interrupt me like that. Thank you both. 
And I now would like Kim and Mark Schaefer to introduce themselves. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Hi, we're Mark. And Kim Schaefer. Uh, lifelong Northwest Siders. Uh, have been going to uh, Holy Trinity for about a couple of years. And uh, we've raised three adult children. I'm retired from the city of Chicago. I'm a retired teacher right now. <laughs> and uh, we, we uh, love everything that Holy Trinity stands for and is against. It embraces our values on every level. Thank and Mark and Kim, I'm going to let you answer first one at a time. Uh, Kim and then Mark, I do. And I ask God to help and guide me. I do. And I ask God to help and guide me. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. And we're answering again the question, do you intend to co continue in the covenant of your baptism among God's people in this place? And now, Eric, I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. Don. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. Christopher. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. Jamie. Then Chris. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. Tony. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. Clyde, and then Kyle. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. People of God, do you promise to support and pray for these new members in their life in Christ? Repeat after me, we do and we ask God to help and guide us. We do and we ask God to help and guide us. Let us welcome these siblings in Christ to this community of faith. We rejoice with you in the life of baptism. Together we will give thanks and praise to God and proclaim the good news to all the world. Now you will have to use your imagination with gallery view and imagine a full church with thunderous applause, but let's at least do this.
Let us pray. We are called into unity with one another, yet especially this week our nation is experiencing painful and profound disunity. Held together in the mercy of the triune God, let us join with one another to pray for the many needs of the world. O triune God, bless the preaching and reception of your word and pour your spirit onto congregational leaders, the newcomers we welcome today, and all the baptized. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. O triune God, as at the beginning of time, your word and spirit visited the earth, so now sustain this planet with your renewing care. Teach us to care for the very good earth that you have created. Hear us, O God. O triune God, in whom three are one, guide with your powerful mercy our troubled nation. Heal our wounded people. Give hope to the despairing. Protect the protesters. Preserve cities from more tumult and keep away those intent on destruction. Assist our president, our governors, legislators, and law enforcement leaders in moving forward from a history of racism into a future of peace. Hear us, O oh God. Your mercy is great. O oh, triune God, bless the Aboriginal peoples and lands around the globe. We commemorate before you today, Chief Seattle, and we ask you to protect the native peoples of this land from yet more dangers, from outside aggression, and from internal despair. Hear us, O oh God. O triune God, open our eyes to see your likeness in every one. Heal the sick, uphold all who face oppression, feed the hungry. We ask your mercy on the millions who suffer from the coronavirus, sick, the dying, the bereaved, and the unemployed. We remember especially those whom we now name in the chat feature.
Hear us, O God. O triune God, as summer begins, give safety to those who travel and contentment to those who cannot. Shine your sun on farmers' fields so that enough food will grow for our needs. Hear us, O God. O triune God, we praise you for all the saints who, in the past and in the present, have lived and died in you. At the end, bring us all into the tender power of your presence. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Hear these words, O God, and receive also the petitions that are too deep for words, joining our prayers with those of Jesus Christ, who intercedes for us now and forever. Amen. Now, using the Iran's position of openness, trusting in God's tender motherly care, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the blessing of the God of Abraham and Sarah, and of Jesus Christ, born of our sister Mary, and of the Holy Spirit who broods over the world as a mother over, our, over her children, be upon you and remain with you always. Amen.
in peace to love and serve the Lord. Now I invite you to turn on your cameras to move to gallery view. And if some of you would like to unmute yourself, we're going to uh, share the peace of Christ with one another. Following that, we'll have about a five minute break for a little short a social time, and then we'll begin our forum just a few minutes late. The peace of Christ with you all. And also, also with you. Peace of Christ. Peace of Christ with you all. Peace be with you. 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 Peace. Peace.